What's good, everybody? It's your man, the myth, the legend, the voice, bringing you this week's timeout. This is where we take a step back and assess the game of life, looking to God for strategies to bring us true success. This week's thought, banners. When you attend a sporting event and you enter the arena, you often see homages to key people within the organization's history. In football, there's a ring of honor. The outfield wall in baseball often is adorned with historic figures. For indoor sports like basketball and hockey, you often see banners either on the walls or hanging from the rafters. These are retired numbers, coaches, and other key contributors. This is where they're honored. You also see championship banners there. And it's not just a championship for the entire league like when you win it all or for your conference, but you'll also see divisional championships. Now we're entering the playoffs. Winning the division is important because it determines where you'll be seated. But when you see a divisional banner at an arena, often it doesn't really move you. It's a notable achievement, but if that's the extent of your season, your fans may not consider that to be a successful one. Now, when I say Ebenezer, you probably think of Scrooge. Like many things with language, words change over the years. Ebenezer is a Hebrew word that means stone of hell. So think of a monument, maybe a historical site where you know something of note has happened and you'll see the plaques standing there telling you exactly what happened there. You know, it just shows you how far uh, we've come as a people and the different things that have been accomplished. Now, the most famous mention of this word in the Bible, at least, is the stone of Ebenezer. This is set up by the prophet Samuel. He was the last judge in Israel and the one who anointed both Saul and David as kings of Israel. Ebenezer was brought up because of a battle that they had with the Philistines, which we know were arch enemies of Israel. At this point, the Philistines were in battle with Israel and Israel decided to bring the Ark of the Covenant into the battle. And funny enough, this battle took place at a city named Ebenezer. Well, things didn't turn out the way that the Israelites thought, even though when the ark entered the camp, they shouted so loud with joy that the earth trembled. Nevertheless, 4,000 people died in that battle. It was so devastating to the people of Israel that not only did they lose, but their priest died because of sorrow. He fell and uh, broke his neck under the weight of his body, but that's a story for a different day. But not only did they lose the battle, not only did they lose their, their priest, but they also lost the ark. And they were confused. They, they didn't understand why they lost all of these things. 
when they brought God into it. Samuel set up that stone and said, he has helped us up to this point. He set up the stone after they turned from their wicked ways. They laid their idols down and turned to God. See, it's good to remember what he has done and that he's not done, but there's more to go. See, they lost their connection with God because they put expectations on him that he didn't promise. They brought him into, uh, as far as the ark is concerned, being the representation of where God visited them. They brought that into the battle versus doing as their ancestors did before and following God into the battle. See, they put the cart before the horse, did things their own way, then asked God to come in versus asking him what to do and following him. When Samuel called them to Mizpah, he told them to put their idols away and turn to God. And when he did that, and when they did that, this is when the Philistines attacked them. As a matter of fact, it was just as Samuel was offering a sacrifice that they attacked. They gathered together there and then they went forward after the Israelites. The Israelites had lost the ark. The Philistines decided to get rid of the ark because God showed them that though you don't follow me, you still have to honor me and reverence me as being God. He humbled their God, dispatched plagues on them, and they had to get rid of it. So they sent it back to Israel and it sat for 20 years and Israel still felt apart, away from God. It wasn't until they put down their idols and turned to God in repentance that they felt that closeness. And that's when he gave them the victory. See, they found what they were looking for when they turned not just their actions, but their hearts to him. Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. This was a reminder that this Ebenezer, this stone of help, this memorial was a reminder of how God brought them out when they fully surrendered to him. So here's the play. Take your time to remember what God has done in your life. When your heart is surrendered, know that there is more in store. Happy Memorial Day on behalf of MTNV Sports. We are grateful for all the sacrifices that our soldiers have made, are making, and will make for our freedom. It's your man, The Voice, with this week's timeout. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week, ready, break. <laughs>